You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey you guys, welcome to Project You. In the light of everything that's going on right now with COVID-19 coronavirus, I wanted to touch base with you on many different levels of the coronavirus. Right now, we have a lot to, to think about when we're talking about basic protective measures against the new coronavirus. I wanna talk about little things and that are actually big things on our mindset. I wanna talk about the coronavirus itself. And I wanna give you insight in maybe a few places to do your research so you are understanding exactly what's going on. As we move forward into this COVID-19 outbreak, I've really laid into research, which is available on the WHO website, WHO, and through the national and also the local health authorities. Already in the past week, we have shut down CCF. We were told by the governor of the state of Nevada that all non-essential businesses need to shut down by 12 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon, and that we did. I shared not only with my heart and myself, but I shared with my family, and then I shared with my team, and then I shared with the clients and also the community that having everyone else's best interests, which includes my family, which includes your family, which includes the extended families and people and humans of this world, really really touched my heart. I realized at that very moment when the governor came on and he was so stern and he was so not PC about anything and very, very detailed about what was going on. I, it got my attention a little bit more and, and, and it put me in a sea of, you know what, we're going to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. And I'm going to do everything in kindness. My heart is full of love and compassion And I also have a lot more insight because I'm doing a lot more research. And so when we understand exactly that or exactly what the virus is and how people become infected and that this is something that people can recover from, however, it's also very severe for other people. And we just don't know how people are taking it because some some aren't getting, you know, they're contracting the virus and then some they have no symptoms and then some are on the other bed and they're actually passing away. So really at the end of the day, when, when I'm understanding the basic protective measures against the new coronavirus, I, I understand that I'm learning this information and I'm making sure that I'm putting in action of this information when I go to who. Uh, .int, which is a website that I've gone through, which is the World Health Organization. I'm I'm learning, obviously, that um, everyone, not only the people that think they're clean or don't think they're clean, but literally everyone, we just need to wash our hands frequently. We need to maintain social distancing, and that is about three to six feet between yourself and anyone else, and especially those ones that are coughing and sneezing. We want to avoid touching our eyes, nose, and mouth. Our hands touch so many surfaces and can pick up viruses. Once contaminated, hands can transfer the virus to your eyes, nose, or mouth. And then from there, the virus can enter the body and make you really, really sick. 
the the one thing that I'm sharing with my boys often and I'm letting them know exactly what's going on because we are walking down in, in a lane of history. We've never, no one has ever gone through something like this. And so to practice respiratory hygiene is a really good really good um, tactic to have as well, which is making sure and the people around you follow good respiratory hygiene, which means covering your mouth and your nose with your bent elbow or tissue when you cough or sneeze. You then need to dispose the used tissue immediately and then wash your hands right after that. That is something that I'm implementing, um, which which has been with my boys, but even more so now because we want to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. So just to be ignorant and just to be nonchalant about about this is not the time whatsoever. So I I, I do I do share that often with the boys and and then also if you have a fever, cough, or difficulty breathing, seek medical care early instead of letting this go um, for a long amount of time and then just being too far into it. Right. Uh, I also am making sure that not only myself but for my family that I'm staying informed and I'm following the advice given by the healthcare healthcare providers the world health organization our local health department like we are in good hands when we're coming when it's coming from those sources and so I'm making sure that I'm 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 looking into how to be per- prepared um, how to protect ourselves and how to prevent so really what it comes down to now is being ready for the coronavirus we're all going into this this emergency state, right? And businesses are shutting down, and and really what that's doing is taking the masses out of the, the environment right now, so we can go home and not be on top of one another. And I get that. So being ready for the coronavirus really puts us in an element to be safe from the coronavirus infection. And I'm taking that more seriously, and I'll tell you why. Um, because I want to be part of the solution. And even though that. You know, we all think we're invincible and we're all not going to get anything or I'm too healthy or I don't hang around people, whatever. We still need to be smart and we need to inform ourselves about what is going on. And then my last thing that I want to do when I'm getting ready for the coronavirus is being kind and supportive with one another along the way. I was at the store last night and I was just picking up a couple things. I wasn't hoarding and 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 barging in there and running frantically with my cart which I saw okay there the shelves were becoming very sparse and before my very eyes I I was walking in the back and I saw an elderly woman reaching her hand into the refrigerator for one of the two left of almond milks and as she's reaching in there's this man coming in right behind her opening the door and ready to put his hand on that on the um, almond milk as well and giving her zero space whatsoever. So obviously he didn't get the the memo that the social distancing would be a great thing. So I was very close by. I saw immediately what he was doing and I walked in between the, the elderly woman and I put my hand on the refrigerator door and I blocked his arm from reaching in any further. I didn't say a word. And the elderly woman looked back behind me and she's like, I've never had this uh, milk before. I'm going to try it because every other milk was gone. So she she was actually happy that she got something. And not that I was attempting to control the situation, but I wanted to show respect and show kindness and show something through action rather than words on how we can behave because it was already chaotic in that store. And it was chaotic right in front of that elderly woman, which made me 
just completely appalled inside, but in, in completely, you know, disheartened um, also because this is part of the, the problem is people's unkindness and, and disrespect. And especially when we know that this virus can touch any one of us, you know, and at the end of the day, wouldn't we want someone else to be there for us? And if someone does have a high anxiety or or doesn't really truly understand how to tame their thoughts or control their thoughts, uh, that we can be there for them, you know, and that's where that's where I'm going with all this. And we'll get a little deeper with the coronavirus. But I do ask and tell myself, are you going to be supportive through this? Are you going to be careful? Are you going to be alert and are you going to be kind to be ready to fight COVID-19? Because this is, is not just happening for no good reason. And I, I, I understand that more now because at the very beginning of this, everyone's like, oh, it's just the flu. It's just the flu. Um, but when you start to be an advocate, right, and you start to plug yourself into the deeper threads of research that make more sense because these people around us are a lot more educated and a lot more, you know, in the light of the profession than we are. And it's my job to know so I can be more supportive, careful, alert, and kind along the way. So when we when we were shutting down CCF, it was, it was hard. That was a hard day. Uh, it was hard because CCF has never closed its doors um, except for Christmas. And we even stay, you know, have a class open on Thanksgiving and, and we take some mild days off here and there um, after the holidays. But, but beyond that, to actually be shut down by our state, by our governor and saying, go home, stay within your four walls and do everything you can to not go out so we don't infect everyone and we don't make this a bigger problem and we can do it now instead of just dragging this out for the next year, right? And so, of course, it was, I would be lying to you if, it, if I said it wasn't sad. I would be lying to you if I said I didn't want to bring people in two at a time and just train them because, because it's safe. You know, instead, I just wanted to, to abide by the land of the law. And I, I wanted to step back and put myself in the seat of healing, the world's healing. This is something that has been on rampant for a really long time, which is called just life. Life um, has become so fast-paced and so ignorant and so full of greed and so full of power that something had to stop us. The day that we shut down CCF at 12 p.m. When, when our governor of the state of Nevada told us to was also the morning that Utah had a 5.7, I believe, uh, measured earthquake. And someone said, what's going on? And I said, the enemy is going on. The devil is what's going on. The, 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 the sight and the idea to kill, steal, and destroy the land of the free is what's going on and, of, and across our nation. At some point, this fast-paced life had to come to a halt. We had to start at some point to, to ground ourselves and put literally put our feet where, where, where we stand. At some point, we had to find simplicity and, and go back to the roots of how we started. And I believe that this point has become now. And that day that we shut down, I was... I was not I was not living in fear. I was I was I was sad, you know, because why? Because we hold a space where people come and walk into um, the gym. And yes, they get a workout, but 
as I started to talk to people um, from from the past week of closing down, people were like, this is my safe spot. This is the place I look forward to come to. This is my sanctuary. This is where I get motivation. This is where I want to be. And it's one hour of their day. And that made me sad. You know, like, oh, gosh, can we figure something out? But figuring something out means doing what the doing the right thing, having integrity within the business and having integrity for other people and 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 being respectful and being kind and saying, you know what, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna be supportive and we're gonna we're gonna know that this is a little scary because we don't know where things are coming from to to, you know, somewhat live, right? But then again, cannot you find this time to be extra creative? Can you not not find this time to to live a more abundant life and see the blessings around you? We can do these things, and that's what I've chosen to do. I've chosen to see this this uh, coronavirus and COVID nineteen as a time to ground down and a time to hunker in and a time to really reflect and remember the woman that I am. You know, and the woman that I am, I want I want I want to blossom even more. And the only way that you can blossom even more is to become grounded and to become firm in what you stand in and to become firm in the foundation that that you were brought up in or you that you, you know, reparented and uh, yourself in to to be your best self. I believe that things of life and the nature of life, meaning, you know, the the lack of good hygiene, respiratory hygiene, the lack of social dis distancing and the lack of just being kind will all surface at a greater level if we all jump on board and and allow ourselves to practice these things that that we're learning about even more because we have to okay in order to to be ready for the coronavirus um you know my research point is who is giving advice on how to protect ourselves and also others like there's nothing else that i want to do um than that you know and knowing that also what is your high priority is it just to to be out there and, and and to be making money and to be you know living in the land of the greed? Obviously, it's not because you know we're doing our best to to do online training right now and to be super creative. But we're we're stepping back right now and and we're just believing in the best uh, us small business owners. And I know that you know especially in the fitness industry, everyone has gone online, so their followings right are tapping into to these trainers, to these inspirations, to these mentors, to these motivators, to these coaches, to get their motivation to to ride into their better health one day at a time, whether you know we're down for two weeks, four weeks, or six weeks, or eight, or even longer. You know, which taps into the thought and to the idea of the coronavirus is attacking people, and I'll share you a, a little a clip here in a moment, but it's attacking people and when you say people, you're talking to or about their immune system. So when you have a bad or lack of or decreased or um, just not so good immune system, you're more susceptible to catching and, and being infected by this virus of COVID-19. So the whole, the whole talk about being healthy is, is real. And we should have been, it's just like someone when someone comes in and like, Cam, <clears throat> I wanna get the bikini body for summer and then I kind of have to smirk at them and give them my little googly eyes and be like you're kidding right because it's June right now and we're going on June 21st which is the longest day of the year which is also the first day of summer it's a little too late 
to be thinking about your bikini body on June 1st, right? And so that's why we always we always care for our clients and our, our friends and our family and let them know that this this choice to be healthy is not just to be vain and not just for the now. You have to work on this every single day. So in the light of this, it makes perfect sense. Like everyone that has been um, um, practicing their health and wellness and good mental health for the past three months, six months, nine, 14 years, however long it's been, I really, really commend you on sticking within that practice because you know what? Your immune system is better today to fight and to be ready for the coronavirus. Now, if that's not the case, it's not too late. Today is the day that you get to stand up right now and you get to allow yourself and make that choice. You know what? When I go to the grocery store, I'm not buying all the pasta. I'm not buying all the the, the cereals that are on the shelves and the cheese. I'm actually tapping into the produce, produce uh, section and I'm going towards the quinoa and the sweet potatoes. And and once you start to to indulge and engage in those foods because you're educated and informed on the on the light of knowing that these food groups are there to boost your immune system then you have more reason to to buy these items because I'll tell you what the processed foods are the one thing that is diminishing our immune system along with stress and we'll get to that in a moment but <clears throat> there's foods there's a list of like 15 superfoods right now that is protecting and can be better for your immune system. Just talking off the top of my head, ginger, garlic, leafy greens, almonds, citrus fruits. Okay, those green teas, those items right there off the bat, vitamin C are very, very high into regards of helping and, and protecting your immune system. And the nutritious value is very high, you know, and and the, anything that's more perishable is what you want. Those have the, the high antioxidants. They have the high vitamin Cs, the vitamin Es, the vitamin Ds. And, and that's what you want in your system to protect your cells. We need to start thinking of our, of our bodies at a cellular level. And if you're not thinking of your body at a cellular level, you're, you're missing out. Because we don't just walk around as just one big body and just one lump sum. There's intricate things and scientific, amazing, beautiful things going on within that you don't see because out of sight, out of mind. But if we tap into this right now, we're better. We are better to become our best self because of the foods and, and the, and the um, liquids, better liquids that we're putting into our body. The minor nutrients and our essential minerals and our electrolytes are just as important as our macronutrients. So when you're really when you're really diving into this and and, and maybe you don't know what minor nutrients are or what electrolytes are, then be your own advocate right now. Listen to this podcast right now and go Google search what are electrolytes and why are they important? What are essential minerals and why are they beneficial? Do not just trust anything that you hear. Go beyond that and find the highest grade of research that you can so you can be better informed on exactly what's going on. As we're more informed, we're better educated, and we're more excited to practice these things because we indulged in our own education and we retained things that we didn't know. So we're in this sense of excitement. We're in this really cool zone that we want to perform these actions because it, it, it makes a lot of sense now, 
right? Instead of just getting told something. I mean, I have that happen all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm a coach and I'm a mentor to other people and they just do as they say, right? But I don't, I don't stop there. I make sure that I extend myself, hey, do your research and understand it even at a greater level than what I'm telling you at right now so you can be in an excited state. We can be in an excited state even with turmoil going on right now because that's a choice. So when you're just sad and somber because this is going on and you don't know what to do, there's there's problem-solving mechanisms that we can be applying ourselves into every single day. And that's why I do my research and I'm and I'm finding the best articles and the best forms of research i've been talking the world health organization okay to get the best research so i can share this with you and i can not only share with you but i can share with my family and once that once that's placed in my you know wheelhouse then it's it's something that i get excited about now talking about stress stress is the number one way or the number one reason why we go into panic, why we go into hysteria, why we go into death. Because we get so worked up and and by working ourselves up into a stressed out situation, which then takes us into a panic, your immune system is 100% compromised at that point. You are taking your inner self and putting it into a panic and a frenzy and in an, a very alter, altered situation that your body, that your inner guts do not deserve, your mind doesn't deserve. So that discursive thinking really hurts us when we're building up our immune system. So you can be a human that is doing everything right, you know, getting good rest and getting hydration and getting our good nutrients in, in throughout the day. But if your stress levels and your discursive thinking and your high anxiety mindset is 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 taking over all those things, that becomes the overtaker. That becomes more of the problem. That becomes the panic and that becomes the enemy and the enemy is dark and the darkness wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And in the name of Jesus, on my standpoint, that's not going to happen. And I'll say it every day and especially through this time and especially through the greatest times in the name of Jesus, that's not allowed in my life. Why? Because it's a choice. It's a choice to stand up and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. And if I do have this discursive thinking and I do have these, you know, thoughts to get a little bit more anxiety and I don't know how to control it, that's where the support comes in. And that's where I'm asking you, the more stable one upstairs, to reach out to your loved ones and your supporter, you, you know, the ones that need supported a little bit more. Don't leave them behind right now. They need you. I just had a woman and a dear friend of mine, um, no names, but she just told me that, you know what, I watched your Facebook the other night when you shut almost the night before you shut down CCF and it was just law of attraction. Like I would just opened up Facebook and I, I happened to see it and I wanted to turn it on. And the second that she turned it on was the second that I was talking about people that have anxiety and people that don't know how to control those thoughts and people that get a little bit more nervous. And cause we're all so different people. We're all so beautifully different and uniquely and imperfectly different. And so the ones that are just high, high, high going and have a great mentality and and are church you know chippy all the time like that's amazing that's beautiful and the world needs us right but the world also needs you to help other people and that's where the gratitude comes in that's where the kindness comes in and that's where the respect comes in for other people other than just yourself 
So I, I thank you guys. I thank you, every single one of you that are in Project U and developing and picking up the tools every single day to be your best self for not only you, but for everyone else around you. It's beautiful. So as we fight and as we get ready for the coronavirus, this is part of the plan. This is part of the, the idea of understanding exactly what's going on. And really in my head right now, I know that we're going to come out of this on the other side. We always do, right? Life has to keep going, but also life had to almost come at a standstill and to stop so we could heal. It almost had to come to this, which it is. And some of some some of the you know nation and in China and in northern Italy, they're on lockdown. They're like in a martial law, I believe. And and then all the way to the state of Nevada, where we're told to shut down our businesses, and there's no there's no more than five people within you know little areas and stuff. I mean, this is huge. So I am gonna slow down, and I am going to rejoice in the blessings that we do have right now. I'm happy to be alive. There's life around me every which way and already already I'm seeing it completely different. You know, the trees around you, the bushes around you, the other humans around you. You know, there's life around us and we should just see the blessings in that alone within mother nature rather than the money, rather than the stock market, rather than everything. And I get it, this is all going to affect us and we're not alone. So when I, when I and my team, my amazing, beautiful team, we all walked out of that gym and said, we'll see you, we'll see you when we see you, really. Um, and we realized that we're not alone. This isn't just us that's going through this. Is it, they didn't, you know, society didn't just pick CC up and be like, hey, you guys are clowing down. No, this was everyone. You know, and so I'm going to share with you a little clip that's very short from one of my favorite actors of all time, which is Matthew McConaughey. And I listen to him and I watch him because it's he's inspiring and he's motivational and he's smart and and he prepares his mind to 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 be the best and and not only for himself, but for his family and for others around him. So these crazy times uh, that we're in with the coronavirus um let's take care of ourselves and each other uh let's not go to the lowest common denominator and get paranoid let's do our due diligence take the precautions we need to to take care of ourselves and those of us around us right now more than ever before we're all more dependent on each other than we ever have been but we have an enemy in the coronavirus that is faceless that is raceless, sexless, non-denominational, and bipartisan. And it's an enemy that we all agree we were going to beat. We want to beat, and we're going to beat him. All right? So in this time when people are going to move on, the economy is going to be in shambles for who knows how long, there is a green light on the other side of this red light that we're in right now. And I believe that green light is going to be built upon the values that we can enact right now values of fairness kindness accountability resilience respect courage if we practice those things right now when we get out of this this virus this time might be the one time that brings us all together and unifies us like we have not been in a long time so yes let's see if we can make some lemonade out of this lemon that we're in the middle of turn a red light into a green light just keep living
Hey, everybody. Wow. So when I did my Facebook Live, I said what I said, my IG, if you guys had heard it. And then my girlfriend, a gal on my team, dear friend, sends this to me because she was listening in. And I listened to this, and that was my time to have my mentorship and to have my coaching and to have my inspiration, which at that moment, the, the vessel was you know, my girlfriend to hear him to, to help me be more grounded in the belief system that I have in my heart, which was used by Matthew McConaughey, which was a vessel. That's the beauty of life as well, if you're open to it, is to understand that it's not just people that we're, that we're looking at. We're looking at souls. We're looking at vessels that are used by, by the grace of God to give the information to other people. And some people have the gift of being inspiring and motivating. Uh, some people have the gift to be very direct. <laughs> some people have the gift to be very, very, um, you know, medical and, and within their profession and tell you the science behind it. So there's other people that are gifted with logic and reason. There's other people that are gifted with uh, great therapy tactics on a psychiatry standpoint or psychology standpoint. There's all the beautiful people around us, you know, that, that have your best interest and have great intent and also amazing purpose in their life that, that are there for a reason. By law of attraction, this, this happened to me and I, I, I let it in and I received it and I rejoiced in, in really what was going on in my heart because what had happened by listening to Matthew after I'd, I'd already spoken of my heart and kindness it reiterated everything and it, and it pushed me forward to where we're at today. So I want to thank you guys for being bold and being courageous and being attentive and alert and also super resilient in this time. Like you said, there is a green light on the other side. However, we got to halt now, you know, and we have to really ground down now and we have to hunker in and, and, and place your priorities in, in, in line. What is your priority? Is it your work? Is it your family? Is it your safety? Is it using precautions? Like you kind of have to ask those questions and not only ask those questions, but you might want to write them down. Because for me, if anyone is like that, like writing these things down, you know, are more concrete and way more certain. So I'm thank you. I thank you for doing everything that you're doing right now and to becoming the better human that you can to be ready and to fight the enemy right now. And I'm going to leave us with um, some insight on a medical standpoint. My other girlfriend uh, made sure that I, I saw this, and it's from the Joe Rogan experience. So if anyone loves Joe Rogan uh, like I do, I listen to all of his podcasts. And I'm surprised I didn't see this one, but obviously I was wrapped up in everything else. But the, the Joe Rogan podcast is titled, How Serious is Coronavirus? Infectious Disease Expert Michael Osterholm Explains. The Joe Rogan Experience. What you said when you sat down was absolutely perfect, that the timing could not have been better. Well, tell everybody what you do, Michael. Well, thank you. I'm, a, for lack of a better term, a medical detective. I've spent my whole career tracking infectious diseases down, trying to stop them, trying to understand where they come from so we can make sure they don't happen in the first place. But most of all, trying to respond to situations just like this. Just like this. And um, 
just off the bat, how serious is this? Is this something that we need to be terrified of, or is this overblown, or how, how do you stand on this? Well, first of all, you have to understand the timing of it in the sense that it's just beginning. And so in terms of what hurt, pain, suffering, death has happened so far is really just beginning. Um, this is going to unfold for months to come yet, and that's, I think, what people don't quite yet understand. Um, what we saw in China, uh, I'm convinced, as are many of my colleagues, as soon as they release all of these uh, social distancing, these mandated stay-in-homes, haven't left their home in weeks and weeks kind of thing, when they go back to work, they're on planes, trains, subways, buses, crowded spaces, manufacturing plants, even China is going to come back again. And so this really is acting like an influenza virus, something that transmits very, very easily through the air. We now have data to show that you're infectious before you even get sick, and in some cases quite highly infectious, just breathing is all that you need to do. So from this perspective, I can understand why people would say, well, wait a minute, flu kills a lot more itself every year than this does, and I remind people this is just the beginning. Probably the best guesstimate we have right now on what limited data we have is say this is going to be at least 10 to 15 times worse than the worst seasonal flu year we see. 10 to 15 times worse in terms of fatalities? Yeah, yeah, and, and just illness. In fact, I just I brought some numbers. We uh, conservatively estimate that this could in, uh, require 48 million hospitalizations, 96 million uh, cases actually occurring, over 480,000 deaths that can occur over the next three to seven months with this situation. So this is not one that to take lightly. And I think that's what I can understand if you say there's only been 10 deaths or 20 deaths or 50 deaths. Just remember, two weeks ago, we were talking about almost no cases in the United States. And now that we're testing for it and watching the spread as it's unfolding, uh, those numbers are going up astronomically. Three weeks ago, Italy was just living life just fine. Now they're literally in a virtual shutdown in the northern parts of Italy. And that's the challenge with an infectious disease like this. It can spread very quickly, and it also can affect people. I think maybe to put this into modern terms, because this is something we think of often when we think of, of you know, pre-antibiotic days, you know, the old-time medicine. Um, we have an employee at our Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota, and she has a dear friend who lives in Milan, Italy, and she works at a hospital there, and she texts this to this employee of ours last night. And this was an email that came out yesterday from one of their physicians in Milan at the largest hospital there. And he said, I just got a very disturbing message from a cardiologist at one of the Milan's largest hospitals. They're deciding who they have to let die. They aren't screening the staff anymore because they need all hands on deck and they have very small areas of the hospital dedicated to non-COVID patients where they still screen doctors. Everybody else is dedicated to COVID patients, so even if they're positive, meaning that they're sick, they don't, and, but they don't have a severe cough or fever, then they have to work. Uh, he says that, that they're seeing an alarming number of cases in the 40-something range range. And as ho these are horrible cases. So we need to stop thinking that this is only an old person's disease. This is what I'm going to unfold, not just in Wuhan, it's unfolding in Milan, it's unfolding here in, in Seattle. And this is what's going to continue to rollingly unfold throughout the world. Yeah, where did this rumor come from that it's a, an old person's disease? Is it just because the majority of the people that have died from it so far have been older? Yes. In fact, that's the primary risk factor for dying is being old and then having certain underlying health problems. For example, in China, uh, those men over the age of 70 who also smoked were 8 to 10% of them died. 65% of older Chinese men smoke. The uh, 
case fatality rate or the percentage of people who die in women in that same age group was only about 2%. In that mm. case, very few women smoke. Now, the challenge we have is that that's the Chinese data. But there are a series of risk factors that we worry about that if they overlay on this disease are going to cause bad outcomes. And we happen to be right at ground zero for one of the major ones here in this country, and that's obesity. Uh, mm. We know that obesity is just like smoking in terms of its ability to really cause severe life-threatening disease, and 45% of our population today over the age of 45 in this country are obese or severely obese, and there's men and women. So one of the concerns we have is we're going to see more of these, uh, what I guess I would call very serious and life-threatening cases occur in our country because of a different set of risk factors than we saw in China. Now, you mentioned that there's... So if you guys want to tap into the Joe Rogan podcast with the infectious disease expert Michael Osterholm please go on his website or I'm sorry his podcast and hit the last 10 minutes of that podcast it's unbelievable and why I share that with you is not to scare me or not to scare you but to inform us like this is really happening out of sight out of mind and everyone says well do you know anyone with coronavirus do you know anyone no I don't but I know darn well that this is happening for a reason and I want to be more informed not to bring anxiety or fear, but just to know exactly what we're getting into so you know we don't get smacked in the face because we had our blinders on. That's not the way that it's supposed to be. If we're really here to serve and to live with intent and purpose and be supportive and be kind and be resilient and be, be amazing in all these ways, we also need to be excited about our health and wellness and what we're doing every day in the light of being at home right now or not at your business or you know not at work this is the time to not live in fear fear is a liar fear is dark fear is the enemy fear is satan fear is gross and fear is the one thing that is placing us on the outer shell to help us stay more stressed to help us stay with more anxiety and depressive thoughts and to help us stay at home and be completely isolated to our bed and and engaging with the bad foods and not being you know uh, active and being more of a couch potato like this is the time to rise you guys it, we have the outside land if you have a mountain next to you go hike on that mountain if you have a jump rope to get on your jump rope if you if you can walk around your your neighborhood three times go walk because the epidemic of obesity is also the reason why this attachment and infection is getting is is getting us and, and hurting us is because the immune systems are so low and the respiratory system is already fatigued. And so it's it's our job right now. And even if you've been in the light of health and wellness for for a long time, I commend you to keep going on. And and for those that that haven't and they're a little nervous to start, start now. Today matters. You matter. Your life matters. And it's just like the last podcast I had, you know, said about the kid picking up the penny. One cent is better than no cents in, inside that pocket. So embrace it and acknowledge it and, and, and love it. Love the journey that we're on, even though that this is a very big trial and it's going to be something to talk about. It's going to be part of every single one of our stories and it's going to bring enlightenment and it hopefully it brings inspiration, motivation to become a better human. And so when I say that, 
you know, we have a whole online program right now. All you got to do is contact me and I'll give you the information to get home workouts from myself um, and my team that, that you can be more active while being at home and you can have an accountability system and you can and you can get coached on nutrition and you can even get the hit ebook so you can do that um, for a second workout if you wanted to. Whatever it is that you are in need of, just because you're not going to a gym doesn't mean that you have to plant up and be be a banana on the couch. You can be so much more while being quarantined or being self-isolated or or just you know doing your part right now. So that's what I suggest. Action of the week is to ask yourself right now, how active am I? How many good foods a, a day am I putting into my body rather than the processed foods? How many hours of rest am I getting? Am I very stressed out? Am I high anxiety? Am I more negative thinking versus positive thinking? Am I being educated on what's going on? Do I know really how to my, to boost my immune system? And if not, can I research that today? Will I research that today? And beyond the research, are you going to be a doer? Or are you just going to be a follower and sit back and relax and watch the, the cards unfold? The one thing that I learned from my coach, Max McManus, is you can prepare as hard as you can and give it everything you got with with your 100% effort. And at the end of the day, the chips are going to fall exactly where they're supposed to fall. But at least you knew with 100%, without a doubt, that you gave everything in order to get there, knowing that the chips are just going to fall the way that they're going to fall. I want to read this one last thing to you in hopes that it can give you light it can give you inspiration and also motivation to move forward in the light of everything that's going on. And this is a, this is a quote from Kitty O'Mara. And the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced. Some met their shadows, and some people began to think differently. And the people healed. And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed, and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices, and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. I'm thinking of you. You're not alone. Reach out to your loved ones. Support other people. Live in kindness and live in love because we all know that at the end, love wins. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.